0: What is happening, guys? Welcome back to the White Bub Podcast, where each and every episode it's my goal to bring you conversations with the brightest minds and movements and mindsets so that you can live your fittest, most fulfilled life. And today, I'm excited to bring you a conversation with Nico De Paoli. Nico is a world-renowned movement coach, founder of the Motion Concept app, and more recently founder of Bali Time Chamber, a gathering place in the mountains of Bali where coaches and entrepreneurs alike can go and get away from the noise and distraction of society and surround themselves with a lifestyle of hard training phenomenal nutrition and deep focused work realizing their ambitions for a better world surrounded by a tribe of other men doing the same thing i made the pilgrimage to bali time chamber and stayed there trained there worked there and sat down with nico in his podcast studio to talk about the story behind how he got to where he is today the unique training methods he's used to build some incredible feats of bodyweight strength and skill and more importantly the mindsets behind how he not only created his dream retreat space, but also his dream life and business. So there's so much in this conversation that I took away. I know you guys are going to love it. So please welcome De Utley. I would love for you to start by kind of taking me back to maybe when you were younger, when you were a teenager. And when did the complete athlete first become a vision or a dream for you? What was that story of you finding that as a goal?
1: Okay, it's a good question, yeah. Um... I would say like I've always felt like I was learning so much about everything, life in general, when I was training. Mm. So that's really young. I was just playing soccer, like pretty much every uh, children uh, in in France actually. And, Where part of France? You uh, the from? Uh, south of France. Okay. South of France, near Toulouse, Montpellier. That's yeah, for that's... the one who knows. <laughs> yeah. But I'll yeah, like earlier, actually. I was I was just I-, I was just feeling really good when I was training soccer, <laughs> just playing and I was just passionate about so many different sports so after soccer I was like oh yeah I love tennis I love basketball or I love volleyball and I was just going through many phases where I wanted to be a professional uh, (laughs) like player in all the sports at the same time and uh, I feel like that's where it came to me like to be a really complete athlete it was Mm -hmm. more about okay I want to take care of my body I want to I want to be strong I want to be explosive I want to do like Everything to be able to play all these sports at the highest level possible, mm. so I can really enjoy. Because uh, it was just mostly because fun, because I really enjoy playing uh, <laughs> sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and then it came like through the um, yeah conditioning, like strength, all the gym stuff I would say. Yeah, like, coming just to help this to help this purpose of like being uh, able to play many sports.
0: And I don't know if it was the same for you, but for me, when I was growing up, kind of I was trying to read a lot about different, you know, bodybuilding forums and all this different kind of stuff. And this thing I'd always come up against was the interference effect. You know, you can't train many different things at one time because your body's going to get confused. It's not going to know how to adapt. And that seems almost to be in contrast with this idea of being a complete athlete and training for every quality at the same time. So, how do you train for that? You approaching all of these at the same time? Are you focusing on different things periodically? How do you think about that?
1: Yeah, it can be really tempting to do everything at the same time. Yeah. To uh, just okay, I'm I'm gonna make a the perfect program and I'm gonna do a, <laughs> like the gym stuff, the weightlifting stuff. Like yeah. just manage. I tried like this so for really? so long, but it just never works. And yeah. uh, for me, the thing is, um, you have to just specify and just do some cycles of training. It's like. And for me, when I say cycle, it's maybe for like a year or two, you're gonna be really focused on, uh, for me, like for my experience, it was Olympic weightlifting. Mm. I did like competition for two years. Yeah. Focus on it, then turn the page, go into uh, more gymnastic, gymnastic skills, Yeah. body weight stuff. Okay, focus really on it and just change. Now I'm gonna do this, now I'm gonna do this. And then at the end, you have many things that you developed. Yes. Uh, and that you kind of master that, kind of keep with you. Because if you just, uh, okay, I'm going to work on, yeah, only big weightlifting for a month, and then you go on something else, you're not going to really keep it. Like, you're just going to have to yeah, learn absolutely. again when yeah, yeah, you come yeah. back. Absolutely. It can be a cool thing still like to just have an immersion of like, okay, I'm going to do one month training camp in Thailand, Muay Thai, yes, and yes. okay, you can learn a lot, but you're not going to really um, keep it long time with you, so you have to spend yeah. a bit more time. And for me, well, it was this. It was about cycles of uh, one or two year, of like really uh, putting all my energy into something mm. to the point I know I reached like a kind of like good level. Yeah. That I'm gonna keep long time, and I know at that stage, if I want to go further, if I want to progress more, I will. I'm gonna have to make too much sacrifice. Yeah. And that's where I stop. It's you know, a bit my my vision of the things like. Okay, I got good, I was like snatching 100 kilo. Uh, I was pretty light, I was 69 kilo at that point. I was like, okay, that's good. Now it gets really hard to go more than this. You know, it's like, snatch 110 and stuff, it's always, oh, it starts to be really hard. The body starts to feel it. Have to make some, a some, lot of sacrifice. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, okay, now, I'm just keep it on the side, focus on something else, try to reach the same level on something else. Then go on to the next one.
0: And yeah. uh, that's how I, I build up like to the things I'm doing right now. And so how are you, because this, this sounds like a very well thought out, you know, with the benefit of of a lot of knowledge and wisdom and stuff like that. I know when I was first coming up in training, man, I made fucking every mistake in the book. I owe me super dumb shit, you know what I mean? Like, is this how were you kind of coming about these realizations were you was this a planned thing or were you following your curiosity how are you deciding which things to move to
1: yeah yeah it it, is way more about feeling and uh yeah it looks like curiosity is just like try to see what makes sense on the moment and what you're really attracted to because for example when i was doing uh gymnastic skills that's what i wanted at this moment i wanted to be good at this i wanted to learn handstands i wanted to learn these things so that's the moment to do it. And then I like, give hundred percent. So when you have something like this in your mind, like a clear goal, for me that's the best thing to do is just give hundred percent on it because if you just think about the too much about the whole picture of like, okay, I wanna be complete, I wanna do this, this, and that, then you're just not doing really anything right. It gets so, or, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so you're not doing anything. So for me, just like yeah, specific on something and it just need to make sense because if you just do it because, oh yeah, my friend can do it, so I would like to do it too, it's not gonna be enough. Yeah, just gonna get a few injuries, a few things, and then you go, oh, I, like, I stop, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not for me. Yeah. But if you really have a, a big reason, it's something that really makes sense to you, you're not gonna give up on the whole way until you you, you get there. So for me, that's symbolic. Just What makes sense to you right now? Okay, what's the main priorities? Uh, what do you want to achieve in your mm. physical goals? Just get the, the most important thing, just focus on it. And when you're gonna be tired, when you're gonna reach the level you want, okay, you, you will already have something else in your mind. Because yes. through the process, your goal is gonna change. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna just uh, want to uh, do a handstand or something. Yes. During your handstand journey, you're gonna feel like, okay, now I wanna do uh, more of a strength, I wanna do more yes. of this because I know it's gonna help me unlock new skills Also, yes. that I cannot. And so slowly you're gonna shift, but not being scared about, like, focusing on something and uh, mm-hmm. one thing at a time.
0: I love that. Man. You've mentioned two things so far like, that really, really jumped out to me. The first one you mentioned very early on, saying that you were, training was teaching you about life, and the second one about following that passion and that curiosity. And those are two things. Like, when I think about my vision for what how I would love people to engage with fitness, engage with training in the future, when I think about how it is now, it's very much like, what's the best one way to lose the weight or to build a jacked body or, or all this different kind of stuff. And a lot of it I feel is very, very motivated from twisting a knife at people's insecurities and saying you're not enough until you look this way. Switching the mindset to be like following your passion and your curiosity. And mm-hmm. that's basically my whole fucking vision, my whole message that I want people to do and go and nurture that because number one, it doesn't feed your insecurity in nearly the same way. In fact, it shows you that you're capable of more and more mm-hmm. every single time you would unlock a new skill. You see someone doing that, has that you're like, fuck, that looks impossible. <laughs> then you start, and it's scary, and then slowly, step by step, you start to see yourself become capable of more. You're like, fuck, what else am I capable of? And that drives that curiosity, that drives that passion to find those new things, and and it also teaches you about yourself and teaches you about life, man. I think that this way of thinking about training and the the role that it plays in the rest of your life is so fucking important, man. And like, I just. I don't hear enough people talking about this. So I'm really resonating with what you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah but for me, that's exactly this training is the, the, the tool to improve my quality of life. Yes. So, um, and it's not an end in itself. Um, yeah. But that's what also I was thinking before when you think, uh, okay, I want to do a competition, I want a deep uh, hundred kilo, you have a clear goal. Yeah. You feel like it's all about this, but it's when you reach it, if you're okay, I just did it now. What do I do? It's like, what's the next thing? <laughs> yeah. And sooner or later, like you, rem- you just realize that, okay, I'm just like it's just a never-ending thing, mm-hmm. and it's not about really about the goal that you're gonna reach. It's more about yeah the, the whole journey. Yeah. But it's about yeah, like what's how this whole journey is gonna transform you into something that you really want to be. Yeah. And for me, it's this. Uh, this that's why. I'll, my vision was being the complete athlete at the beginning because I, I was seeing life through training, which I think is a good thing yeah. at the beginning when you, you grow up. But then at some point you have to grow also and you have to realize that it's not just about training, yeah. it's just helping you but for so many other things. And then that's where you open your eyes to, uh, to business, that's what you open to relationships, to the really things that are really important for you in your life. And uh, that's, that's uh, also a big jump because uh, it's a lot of realizations, a lot of ego, a lot of, yeah, of things on the way. Yeah. But I think that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's the whole thing for me. Uh, training doesn't make sense if it's just to train. It's like yeah. doing push-up just to do handset pushup. it doesn't make any sense <laughs> to It's just like, okay, I can do push pushup, but yeah. it's more like what I'm going to learn through the push pushup. what I learned also is like before it, w- it looked impossible and now it's easy. And you can apply this to every aspect of your life. Yeah. When you start anything new, you feel like, okay, yeah, but look, the handstand push-up was the same. What about this now? Yeah. And then you can start to grow your mind and just, yeah, be interested in so many other things and just only training.
0: I love that, man. Seeing, seeing, what did you say? Seeing training through, sorry, seeing life through training and then making the transition to seeing training through life, through the rest of your life. I think you it's be. really, that's a beautiful transition, man. Mm-hmm when did you start to get into coaching other people i know it's been a big part of your life for a a long time when did you start to get into coaching other people and i guess finding the first bigger success in your career building this around your passion and your purpose
1: yeah Uh, i started pretty early and um, it didn't come naturally for me uh, the the teaching because i was always feeling uh not like uh I don't deserve like to uh, coach people yeah, i yeah, good no. enough. Like, Syndrome, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, he came really slowly. He came when I was doing, um, actually, when I was doing Olympic weightlifting, so when I, I was like 18, I started being kind of good for what I was doing. And then you just have some people reaching out to you and yes. say, okay, like, how do you do this? Like, can you help me? I can do this. Okay. So just for free at the beginning, he okay, 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 I can help you. I can do this. And then start to charge just a bit of money and say, okay, like maybe I can make this a bit more professional and uh, get better. And um, yes, yeah, so slowly, you just uh, teach the thing that you've learned, that's the thing. Mm. When I was doing a Olympic weightlifting, I was just teaching the thing I was doing. Yeah. When I started to unlock some uh, handstands, muscle-ups, things, people are getting interested by this. Okay, I can just teach you this. Yeah. But I've never, I've never had this thing of I wanna be the coach uh, I want to be uh, like, like a successful coach, and it was more coming naturally, because um, that's that's what happens, you just stay in the gym, you meet people that want to do the things you're doing, yeah. you're inspired by other people, so you ask them how they did, <laughs> and it's just the whole journey like this. So um, yeah, it was a really good journey. I ended up like building uh, my own app with a friend of mine, um now I am not taking much care of this. I did uh, online courses and things like way more. Um, um, yeah, they took a lot of work to, to do. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah, on skills like one arm chin-ups, hands-and-push-ups, that's what I was teaching. And uh, then I moved to the next stage now. It's just taking care more of the by time chamber, so the yes. physical place. That was kind of the transition for me was a lot of, Physical at the beginning because he's in the gym with the guys. Yes. Then you're spending too much energy on this because it's in-person, so you move online. And then when you're online, you can reach new people, but then it gets also really boring because this is just online and you're just behind screens. Yeah. And I thought, like, okay, now I want to come back to more physical things, but in a much better way than just staying in the gym. And mm. uh, So that's what I built my own place. And when I can have guys that's already already like pretty um, – Kind of high level in their training and their philosophy and everything, yeah. so we can just exchange and just help each other. And it's not really a um, student a teacher side. So yeah. like everyone is teaching, everyone is learning, and it's just yeah, like good energy.
0: There's so much in here I want to unpack, man. There's the there's the the app, there's the training, there's the there's the body time everything, and we'll get to all of them for sure. But. You know, I think I'd love to come back to your training as well, because I think that's that's certainly what, when I first kind of saw your stuff, I thought it stood out to me the most. Not only the stuff you're already able to do with your body, but then also you have some different ways of going about things as well. I think a lot of people in the movement and calisthenics community can really have this mindset. And maybe this is kind of influenced by the Ido Bortol School, but like training dominates your life. You know what I mean? You want to learn a hands down and a press the hands down. You can be in the gym two, three hours a day, like five, six days a week is it's a, it's a huge commitment that feels certainly to me from the outside when I started, even though I love training, like a huge, onerous task. And that's um, this is my job now, you know what I mean? So even for people that are working full-time jobs and still want to find out what they're capable of with, with their body, it's a huge amount of time. And so I'd love to kind of come back to your own training and your own journey, unlocking somebody's high-level bodyweight strength skills, has them push up, 90-degree push up, one-arm chin up. How did you go about breaking down those skills in a way that felt like you could still work on your business, still spend some time in your relationship with your family? What did that training look like? Yeah, it changed
1: a lot, that's the thing, at mm-hmm. the beginning. And I think it's good to test yourself, to yes. train too much, to see what you, what, where are your limits. Um, but at some point, you need to realize, actually, that's maybe not working for your life. I think it's something that works really well for Competitors, guys who wants to make a living out of this only and that is just hundred percent passionate and ready to make all the sacrifice possible mm. that can work for them. But that's not my case and not the case of ninety nine percent of yeah. the people. So it's important to realize this and just find a system that not being a slave to your training, like I said, like if you have to train six hours during the day to unlock like new skills, like what are you missing all around? <laughs> The whole yes. thing, like yeah. six hours every day, it's a huge commitment, and all the it's all time you could spend with friends, with families, with working on businesses, on projects, you know, there's so many other aspects of our lives we want to to grow in. Yeah. So um, need to find a good system, and that's where a few years ago now I made a big shift in my in my training, and the, the goal was actually to reduce as much as possible the the total volume I'm investing into training while not compromising my progress. Mm-hmm. So that was the main challenge. And um, so that's where I started to move more into um, body weight skills also, because I feel like for me they are really awesome tool to um, to, um, to use them like all the time. You don't need any machine, you can be really independent and anything can happen, you can yeah. always train. And yeah. for me, it's more about this, it's about training every day and just minimal training Actually, I'm doing, I'm training 30 minutes per per day. Wow! So it's not that much when you think about it, and I can still make all the progress I'm doing, just because I I show up every day. That's the thing. It's like there is never a day that I'm not training, and on the long term, when you look like the whole volume you can accumulate on a on a whole year. Yeah. It can it can be really. Uh, <laughs> sorry. You can do yes so much more or than just having a a classical split where you train uh, two hours, uh, three times a a week. And for me, it's more a thing that you're doing too much, then you're doing not enough, then you're doing too much, then you're doing not enough. So for me, it was just finding a baseline where I can just train every day, do my things, let the time do his work, adaptations, do their things, and um, have the time to focus on other things and have also better recovery, all of this. So it was a big shift from training a few hours uh, a day, then switching to thirty minutes. But that's what I, I think is um, pretty powerful now, because uh, I I show to myself and to others that it is still possible to mm. to progress. Because yeah. when I stopped, like I told you, uh, I was uh, just one one arm chin up. I think really hard. Yes. When I was doing training a lot, and when I stopped, so a few years ago, and now I'm able to do five both arms. Yeah. So it is a, a big progress, and this. I did it with only um, 30 minutes training a day.
0: How long, how long have you been training 30 minutes a day now?
1: Now it's been, uh, I think, uh, two years, two years huh. something. I think a bit more than two years. he um, it didn't come like uh, at one point, it comes slowly, it Push. started to decrease slowly. Yeah. Before it was two hours, it was like one hour and a half, one hour, 45 yeah. minutes, <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, just yeah. slowly decreasing. Um, and also with the equipments, it's a big change I've made because I had um, the whole uh, like gym equipment before, right. so I was training with everything. And then I had this challenge of okay, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna move to remote places, uh, and I just want to train with my pair of rings. And at the time I had some sandbags or so that I was just filling up on the beach, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was just doing my whole training with this. And that's when my uh, kind of this adventure started of like the the equipment is minimalistic but i want also the the whole philosophy of it to be uh, really minimal Nice. so uh, it's not just about the the equipment now it's about also the the whole life so that's when i started to
0: train way less way less and now i'm down to 30 minutes every day (laughs) that's sick man i think it's I love running those experiments as well in my own life i think that's especially for the kind of pe- creative people people who want to take charge of their own training they want to learn more about their body as well running these kind of experiments I, what happen if i do this i i know i value my time or i feel like this is out of my life and now what would happen if i do this i think it's a really really powerful experiment to run in your own life even if it's what happens if i train three hours a day it can be anything but just the idea of i always say like the the, the your program is the hypothesis and reality is the answer it's like you run, you ask some kind of question. What happens if I do this? And then you see what happens, and then you refine, then you iterate. Exactly.
1: Yeah, that's why also people get uh, a bit confused when you're doing things. For for example, I, I had um, my house in Changgu before. Yeah. That took a long time to build. Made my home gym inside. Like uh, it was actually the whole house was a gym. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's sick.
1: But I had like all the equipment I've dreamed about before. Yeah. And uh, to just make my strength uh, improve so much, make mm-hmm. everything ready. And when I had this, I just realized, okay, like, now I really want to try to train without anything. Yeah. And it was the big shift of, okay, I have everything. I worked so hard to get this. And now it just doesn't make any sense anymore. So <laughs> yeah. because you reached it, it's the same thing when you reach yes. uh, a new skill something. Okay, now I'm I moving on awesome to something. So for me, it was the same into, uh, into life.
0: <laughs> That's great. I think a lot of people, I've certainly been guilty of this in the past, where I try and take... I look at someone who's further along the path than me, and I try and take what they're doing, but then I eventually realise that it's not the I'm not at the right place for myself to take those teachings. Yeah, and maybe I need to, maybe that's not how they built it. Maybe that I need to do something else to start, and then eventually I'll be at the point where I'll get there. So if someone's listening to this, and maybe they're doing more traditional strength training, and they're like, I want to follow that curiosity, I want to switch things up, I want to learn some bodyweight strength skills, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to start with this 30 minutes training. I don't know if I have everything it takes. If they want to make that switch, what advice would you give to someone like that to start to build towards, you know, change from this traditional weight training model to building towards some of these high-level strength skills? What mistakes should should they try and avoid? How would they think about making that switch?
1: I would say, actually, like you have to do a lot of mistakes. Like you, for me, it was, uh, I would advise, just try something now, like do it now. Instead of saying, okay, like I'm doing my training and, uh, Maybe next month or something, I'm going to change and I'm going to try this, but not now. Just do it now. Tomorrow, just change your session. It's Madness. not going to die. Just change your session. Try something, and you're going to figure it out. You're going to learn way more than just listening things. So it's now like you listen to other things. Now you have the idea. Now you have to implement it as soon as possible. And for me, just try something. Even if you don't know exactly what to do, try it. Like, How can I make a good training session in 30 minutes? What's the movement I want to focus on Uh, and just try something. And then when I'm going to explain maybe a bit deeper what I'm doing, then it's going to make sense because you tried something and it didn't work. And now you understand why, but if I give you the whole thing, okay, you have to do like this, you're not going to really understand it and not really going to make sense maybe. So I would say, just try something, the the whole idea, they have it uh, in the sense of like, I want to focus on other aspects of my life. That's the most important. I want to be really efficient. On my training I think training every day is really possible that's the thing that possible um, people think that if you train every day day, you're never gonna recover so you're gonna get injured for me just train every day with a training that you can recover in 24 hour if you can recover in 24 hours you have a full night of sleep you just wake up you can train again so just do this every day have a, a routine that's just part of your life it's just like waking up, eating, everything. There is one part is training is training and it's almost all, uh, always the same. For me is this. For me is always the same. I take one pulling, one pushing and one squat pattern. So three movements. I do a block of ten minutes walking on them on the imam and that's it.
0: Yeah, imam being every minute on the minute, right? Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So just to give some, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. some direction if they yeah, want to yeah, yeah, That's it. But that's what I'm doing, for example. doesn't mean that it is a magic uh, yes. like secret everything. It's yeah. just what I'm doing right now. Yeah. It's really simple, easy to stick with. Anyone can do it. Just find a regression of pulling, pushing, and squats. You're doing your whole body every day. You're moving every day. For me, it's the most important.
0: <laughs> I love that, dude. <laughs> and I think you also really hit the nail on the head as well. That the thing you highlighted about, I'm so glad you went there, like just try and do. And then when you have the more detailed theory explained, you have some reference experience. That to me was the biggest thing i I, f- I fucked up for so many years of my life, man. I tried to be like the armchair philosopher. I tried to go looking on YouTube and the internet for all yeah. of the answers all the fucking time. And I would implement sometimes, but I would, I wouldn't fail fast enough. I wouldn't, my speed to implementation very slow. Same thing in my business. Same thing. This is something I've really had to learn and really had to work on. It's like, when you learn something, it's nothing without the implementation. So go and do it straight away. And then when you come back to the next little bit of information, then you understand. Yeah, you have some skin in the game. You have some understanding because there's some kind of, especially with training and movement, there's an embodied knowledge. There's a a kinesthetic awareness that you cannot develop just by reading. You have to get it into your body. So I think what you just said is, no matter what program if it's 30 minutes if it's three hours doesn't matter what you got to fucking do it you got to get it into your body and then come back for more information yeah without that it's just like information just going in in one ear at the other exactly that's why we, we all try to do because just feel much safer
1: you feel yes like, okay first i'm gonna learn everything and then when i'm ready i'm gonna try yeah but for me never been like this is always like first i'm trying and even if i don't know anything i'm just trying just do something so I know that when I'm going to learn, when I'm going to listen to the advice, it's just going to click directly because you've been through the, the problems. You've been through them. You feel okay, like 30 minutes, how do I manage my session? Like if I want to do this, oh, it's too much. Now you understand what is the problem. <laughs> and, yes. and then when someone gives you an answer, then it makes so much more sense because you already thought about it yourself first. Yeah, And for me, it's like this for everything. Uh, same for... Um, camera stuff you know I'm, ju- I'm just starting learning cameras yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. things with my friend who is uh, explaining me st- some stuff I'm just gonna get the camera just okay I'm gonna try some <laughs> look inside just what is happening inside look yeah. at the things and then when you feel like okay now I, ju- I just saw some things I don't understand how it works then you read something yes. and you ha- get some advice and okay I remember I've seen this and, and now it makes sense when I feel like if you want to watch all the videos, how it works, and and then you go on your camera and you try, it just, it just takes so long. You're and not going to uh, remember it. you're going to have to come back to it. Yeah, out of the So So um, for me, it's more like this, yeah. Taking actions, for me, is just the most important thing. just staying in actions. Because it's so easy to be paralyzed after if, you, uh, if you're listening too much, if you have too much information. It's too
0: complicated. (laughs) Again, training is like life, dude. And I can imagine building the app would have been a very similar thing, man. You know what I mean? having a background in apps and having to go from, I think there's a lot of people listening as well that maybe have either are trainers or they would like to become a trainer and maybe incorporate more of this stuff. And I know for, I think by the time I started that, I, I had a little bit more of a growth mindset, but still when I started other things earlier in my life and still to this day, man, like it can feel overwhelming. There's so much I don't know about what I want to do. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and how do I even start and stuff like that? So yeah. I can imagine, you know, for you to make the decision to be like, okay, I'm going to separate myself from when, what year did you build your app? It's like four years
1: ago, five years ago.
0: Yeah, so less people would have been, it's not, now it's more common thing for a trainer to have their own an app and stuff yeah, like that. But yeah. I think at the beginning you, was pretty, yeah, yeah. and there's, <laughs> there's less infrastructure around there as well. So like, what was that journey like for you to, to make that decision and be like, okay, I'm going to, how do you look for the people to help you? How do you connect with those people? How do you learn the skills that you need to learn in order to make this a reality? For me, it's, it's always been
1: do with what you have. So it's more, I'm looking around, I see what are the opportunities, what, what makes sense, and I'm gonna try to do with what I have, not doing too much. Um, if I didn't have this friend that could build the app himself, and make a deal together and make a business together, I would have never done an app. Because <laughs> I, I checked, I just look, look at the app, it was crazy expensive, it yeah. was so long, it was, it, it was impossible. And it was more because this friend could do it, that okay, I said, okay, now we're gonna try something and we're gonna figure out the thing because I have this opportunity.
0: But so if, did you approach him and say, hey, I had this idea? Like- yeah, we, we were friends for, for a long time. Okay, and
1: cool. he was doing informatics school, So right. he was slowly learning. I was like, OK, if you learn, let's do something together. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was exactly this. So he learned. Uh, at the beginning, he was just doing websites. So he was just learning websites. So OK, let's just do a website together. Yeah. So we did the website. And a few years after, when he knew how to build an app, OK, he said, OK, let's try to do an app. But if he wasn't with him, I would have not done it. And Maybe I would like, have had another friend that could, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, be really good at organizing workshops or something and sure. I would be like way more into workshops and right. I don't know. It's just about like what you have around you, what makes your environment really unique and do the best with what you have. I feel like for me is this, we all have a few things that others don't. <laughs> you know, We yes. all have a, some specificity that makes us unique and i feel like for me it's this we we need to bet on this because that's what makes us really special so um just really be eyes open like look around you see wh- what's happening and just do the best with what you have you know you have you have some cards and you have to play and you have to make a move yeah and just play with what you have you just feel like oh no i don't have this card and this card and this card it's like, lucky you don't so just do with what you have and
0: yeah <laughs> do you feel like you were always someone growing up who had you know the knowledge of the cards that you had? Do you feel like you had that level of self-awareness in terms of what your strengths and weaknesses were for a long time? Or do you feel like you had to go and learn them properly and do some, I don't know, some kind of inquiry into what those were? No, I feel like I had this from pretty young of,
1: I was always kind of the the shy child who was just looking, <laughs> everything's happening and not talking much, yeah. but always just uh, yeah being aware of what is happening. And so I know that when I have to make a move, I'm pretty aware of w- what is the situation. And uh, yeah, I think it's, it's a good quality and it's something you you also learn. You learn to uh, be like more in the moment, conscious about everything that's happening around you. And that's how you can make the best moves. Because if you're too in the rush, if you focus on what other people have and you want to do the same and you're not focusing on what you, re- you really want and what you're capable of, it gets really
0: complicated. Yeah. It does, man, and I think for, you know. Certainly for me, I, I'm quite different. I don't. I think I had some levels of self awareness, maybe more in a, in a paralyzing sense. But I think I also didn't really know what my strengths and weaknesses were. But I think comes back to what you were saying before. You learn those by doing as well. Yeah. If you have, even just try, I've learned so much about so many different things about what I do and don't want just in this last two and a half weeks of traveling yeah exactly. and you're like i like, because i'm putting myself in different situations because like, f- you're in the action yes i think from exactly like, you you're like
1: leading the the path like you're yeah. in front and you take everything in the face or maybe sometimes <laughs> it's hard yeah but that's that's where you need to be to grow the thing
0: yeah hundred percent you gotta like again i'm like fuck, okay i don't know what i want to do in this area what i maybe want to a relationship or maybe what i want in you know the next stage of my business where do i want to take that next okay i'm going to need to put myself in some different situations i'm going to need to speak to some different people and see okay what's working for them what what appeals to me about that what do i not like from that i think that's also if you don't feel like you have that self knowledge yet that's how you go get it and you're right you get smacked in the face a bunch of times (laughs) but it's i think it's how it's developed and i think I mean, it's the same for me here. For example, uh, by
1: time chamber, yeah. I don't know where this business is gonna go. Really, like, it's, I'm just, I'm just doing things step by step. What yeah. makes sense to me, and that's why for me it's really important to have interesting people coming here, because I know that's when I'm gonna learn. That's when I'm gonna analyze like how things are working, and I'm sure that with all these people coming in and out, it's gonna be solutions. Yeah. So I don't really know where we're going, but I'm not really worried also about this because I just feel like. It's gonna go where it needs to go, and uh, it's gonna happen slowly. And if you just stay connected to this and keep like this uh, solution-minded uh, energy, I'm sure there's always gonna be solutions. And it, yeah, you need to learn not to be like more stoic, not freaking out when uh, things are happening that you don't really control. Like, like okay, like, it is hard. Maybe the business is not working like I want. Okay, like how do I go to the next step? But it's okay, like. It's going to happen slowly, just keep taking actions, keep leading the way and just doing the stuff. Know that every day you wake up, you do something. Even if it's really it's small, if it's a small thing, just I'm focusing on actions, always staying in action, just moving forward really slowly. For me, that's the most important because you know, even if you don't really know where you go, if you know you're moving forward, you know you're doing something that makes sense, at some point you're going to turn around, you're going to go look back and say, oh boy, I did actually pretty good like this. Yeah, man. But even if you didn't see it, because every day is really tiny steps. But that's the most important. Keep the the energy of just moving forward.
0: The action bias and the the, the unequivocal belief in, in potential and possibility, and if and you're just going to get it, you just keep on showing up. That's, I think, two themes that are running through this podcast are really just kind of like like i'm hammering in for myself as well you know what i mean it's it's every time in my life where things have worked out better it's when i've just had that commitment to the process exactly and yes i, I i'm working towards an outcome i desire and i care about for sure but it's also with a process that i find meaningful and also that i, I it, it's in service of something greater yeah that's what i again find, want to help people find connection within their training it's like yes the outcome the books can be something that you desire that's that's fucking awesome we don't want to say no i don't want to look good. Like, we want to integrate that desire for sure. Yeah. But it's also, can I get there with a process that I also enjoy, with a process that serves me in the rest of my life, not sacrificing everything to get the outcome, not throwing all of my, I'm going to spend all my life in the gym. I'm going to fucking starve myself, dehydrate myself, mm-hmm. you know, like put all of my insecurity, you know, like into this training. Like, yeah, just action and process and orientation.
1: That's why for me, the most important of everything is deep principles and values that we just agree on. And for me, that's what we build when we train. When we train, we just learn principles and learn values, you know, like humility, respect, like things like this that you know you're never going to compromise. And when you have this, then you have a a clear map. For me, it's just about showing up, keep doing the thing, and at the end, it's going to work. That's how life is working. If you look everything around, if you just really follow your heart, do what you really think is good, and you keep just doing it, even if there are many things on the way that are like try to make you stop what you're doing. If you really believe in it, if you have this vision, for me, you just need to keep showing up. It uh, it looks really hard when you're in it because you're not sure about what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. But it's actually pretty simple. It's just just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep doing. Keep trying to improve. Keep trying your best. Keep the vision. And I'm 100% sure it's going to work every time.
0: And I love that coming back, just starting with what you can control as well. Because, and I don't know, often in the, in the beginning, it can feel super overwhelming, where do I start? And just like, it doesn't even have to be the right mm-hmm. thing to fucking start. Because
1: this is the thing, we don't know, when we say like, I don't know where to start, we know where to start, like we know a small thing we can do. Yeah. You know, if uh, you wanna start a podcast or something, you know you're gonna to have to record something, okay. <laughs> you know you can record a five minute video right now and just yeah. talk about something. You can do this, and it makes sense to do it. So just do it, yeah. just do this. Even if you don't have the, the best microphone, the best thing, the best everything, it's gonna happen slowly, but it's gonna happen when you're gonna start recording, because the first video you're gonna make, you're gonna see that maybe the light is not good, you're gonna see there's a few things, and already on your first video, you understood things. And instead of waiting for the best equipment to come and everything, you're already taking steps. Yeah. And for me, that's the most important. I
0: love that, dude, and you know, <laughs> You, I want to I want to dig more into the how you apply this to Bali Time Chamber. You know, if, I don't know if we can hear some some noises upstairs. To the people <laughs> training upstairs. You know what I mean. We're in this beautiful podcast studio. Like, first of all, I'd love for you to explain the name Bali Time Chamber. And second, how when did this vision first start for you? When did you first start to envision this Bali Time Chamber, what you've created here? So Bali Time
1: Chamber, the name uh, Time Chamber is for hyperbolic time chamber of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> So it was. This concept that I wanted to bring to life um, uh, in in the real life because I feel it's like that's why what that is if people haven't seen. Oh yeah, for the it? people who don't know Dragon <laughs> It's just a it's just a chamber. It's like a magical uh, new dimension where like the character they would go in and uh, they will enter and they can spend a year inside and come back in the real world after and it's gonna be only one day. So it's like compressed time. And inside they have nothing else but to train. It's like a white place, white place. So it's like no detra- no distractions, and uh, like the gravity is harder, the um, it's, it's heavier. The, um, the temperatures are changing. It's like hot and so it's a bit what I've tried to create here yes. like with the the gym. It's like it represent a bit the gravity that's harder. You can mm-hmm. train. The temperature changes. The sauna, the ice bath and just really focus on, um, on the goals, on the things you want to work, because you have zero distraction, because we are in the mountains, really remote place. So uh, for me, this thing started because that's the uh, that's my dream place. That's where I want to uh, to live. I want to live in the hyperbolic time, <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like you want to live in I this place yeah. where you can just grow, focus on what's really matter, and then sometimes go back to the real world, yeah. and you just like everything is easy for you because you train like the whole time so so life becomes easy and um so it started with this with this vision of uh building a place like this where i could live and i could welcome people so i could make a business out of it but also my home so that was the main motivation
0: how long ago did you first start thinking this is something you wanted to do
1: (sighs) not not long ago (laughs) wow really because we started um this project uh, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, it was not only this vision, it was just making a, a Airbnb uh, thing like this. I was just saying, okay, I want to make my home for me, like like the Hyperbolic Time chamber before me, right? and just have some cabins around, because I felt like I was the only one <laughs> that really wanted this. I said, okay, I'm gonna make a few cabins next to it so I can rent them and just make money out of it and have my, uh, my life here. But when I started this whole thing I thought, okay, the there is way more to it. Like I'm not gonna just run this to uh, random people that don't even understand what I'm doing. Uh, I wanna be able to support the people like me. So people who really want to live this life and be in this energy. And that's when I started to feel okay, I'm gonna take this. It's a lot of pressure also because you you don't have Airbnb to bring you the clients, so you have to get them. Yeah. So uh, business wise it was more way more challenging but Yes, the first months we have opened, it was always full. So I'm uh, so glad and happy it works and people are actually interested into this. So
0: yeah, I'm really glad. <laughs> That's sick, man. Get, like, again, man, comes back to it, like, I love that this wasn't some, you know, sometimes the story is like, and from a childhood I had this dream and it was like, I saw it exactly. And I had my journal manifestation. Like for you, it started after the action. Yeah, exactly, oh, okay. you Let's see, that's
1: yes. another example. This exactly. is a really good example. It's just started by doing something, and yeah. then while doing it, you understand yes. the lessons and you understand what you really want. Yeah. And then, that's the thing, it's also another lesson. It's, it's never too late to make a change. Yes. Because I've already started building the frame of the cabins, the structure, the access, everything. And that's when everything was already built that I changed the whole thing. <laughs> so it was a bit crazy with the. Like the partner I'm working with and everything, yeah. but just need to explain them that uh, okay, yeah. I found something better. I, I yeah. need to do something else. But that's the thing; it's never too late, and you can always make a make a big change. Just listen and stay connected to the value you had. I feel like for me, the the Airbnb thing was just way more like the the safe path where mm. I kind of disconnected a bit from uh, from the things I really wanted to wanted to. And then through the process, I just understood this. I was like, okay, I'm going somewhere. I don't really want to go. So it's never to just come back, make something out of it. And same, always do with what you have. I've already built this and this and this, how we can change it now? (laughs) And it was more about this. Okay, now we have this. How do we change it into this place? The easiest way possible. And it happened like this.
0: (laughs) That's unreal, man. And like, I think also, I know for myself that many times i've had to take the safe action first because fully going into what i really care about really value is less of a of, of a walked path for, for parts of me at times that's felt super scary mm-hmm. so sometimes i have to take the first little step is like a little safe one yeah and take a few more safe ones and i can start going in a direction i really want but i'm already on the path already and so from there i'm like okay i'm in this now now i really understand that this is what i want i've learned from doing this so far it's actually maybe what i don't want and now i'm going to change for me it's exactly the same thing and just the momentum yes in my business as well like you know i think the whole movie script like yeah you start you have a business plan you know exactly where you want to go how much you're going to make by year one how much you're going to make by year three (laughs) who's your niche who's your audience and i started and i was like I don't know fucking any of this shit, man. I feel like I'm just making stuff up and like I had no reference experience, no idea, no knowledge, no skin in the game and business. The idea that I would have come out with what I have now, the message I have now, and just be like that from the start, man. Fucking net bucket. Some people for sure, for me, man, never gonna fucking happen.
1: I think this, this this message like this where you need to prepare all of this, it's a message from a guy who already did it, yes. and it's now a bit disconnected from the journey he had because I'm sure he didn't do it like this, that. <laughs> that's the thing, because it just for me it just never happens like this. Yeah. I've never made a business or anything and I knew uh, what it was <laughs> and how it's going to be, and then it happens to be exactly like, like I was thinking about. Yeah it always changed so many times and always way more than we can even think about. Yeah. Even same for, for the app, for the courses I did, I just always start with something then you change it 100 times and at the end it's just completely different project. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing, it's like because you listen also what you, what you really want and you just make adjustments through the way because you're learning at the same time. So yeah. it's normal to make changes. If you don't make any changes, means like you were perfectly right at the beginning without even starting, without even knowing, yeah. like, how is this possible? Yeah, man. If you have a clear mentor or someone that's guided you the whole thing and did the thing a bit for you, maybe it can happen. I don't know. But when you like paving away yourself and doing things uh, kind of alone because it's your project and stuff it's way more complicated than this yeah bro but that's, that's what makes the whole thing great that's what I yes. think if he was guided with someone it would not not taste the same it's, yeah. it's completely different and now it's because I knew exactly all the changes I made and I followed my heart the whole thing Th- that's what makes this project really meaningful for me and uh, at the end uh, that's, that's what we're really looking for also that's something mm-hmm. uh, I think is important is we don't really look for success we're looking for meaning we're looking for purpose and um, success can be one part of the meaning, but it's not the whole thing. It's not because it's going to work that gonna, you're going to be happy with it and it's going to mean a lot to you. It's just the whole story, the whole process, the whole thing. adventure you're going to have on the way that just makes it worth it. So you need to accept this also. Accept that, okay, it's a lot of challenges, but that's what makes it worth it. So yeah. just keep going.
0: <laughs> I think this is, again, the training is mirroring life again. You know what I mean? Like even like for the people I work with, I know they have that, I guess I am their guide in that, and I do a lot of assessment in the beginning. I try and find, okay, like what I try to ask as many questions as possible. I want to look at every single individual joint to give them the closest picture of something like where there is their starting point, man. But even in that point, I'm like, right now I work with people for a minimum of 13 weeks. It's going to be longer in the future because I know, man. I change so, so much i learned so much more about their body they learn so much more about their body they make some progress they go backwards in some other areas it's constantly fucking changing and constantly exactly. evolving and i think that's like that's why just a pdf you know whatever like it, it mm-hmm. needs to be able to adapt with you over time because things are always constantly changing yeah exactly. and yeah just the idea that you're going to be able to architect this from day one is is mm-hmm. i don't know man i don't think that happens at, at all yeah anywhere and
1: everything's changing the whole uh, the the vision we have about the world is changing every year yeah. like uh, <laughs> yeah you, you cannot make a plan and i don't know the whole world is changing like the economic is changing the world the politics is changing the the whole situation everything is evolving mm-hmm. so for sure like your business your training your life everything is changing also so you need to be open open to this and just be ready just be uh yeah prepared just to say okay like it's not a problem if we change on the way i'm just ready to make any change that can improve the situation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> one thing I've really noticed from your story as well, that you've often lent into connections and people to help you along the way, filling gaps where you don't necessarily know how to do things. You mentioned you have a business partner here, but you have one with the app. For anyone who feels like they don't have those strong networks, but maybe you want to go and build those for themselves. How, how did you think about building those networks? Where did you try and place yourself? in order to meet the kind of people that you need to meet? How did you think about that that, that aspect of your life?
1: Yeah, it's yeah, the it's like it's same. I would say it's like, do with what you have. It's just like, look around the people you have around you, the one you can trust, try some stuff for sure. I've tried to work with other friends, didn't work, uh, just because not the right energy. Not It can happen like this, and then sometimes you're just gonna just fall into a guy that's like, okay, like this is the the right guy to do this project with, and uh, it's just like yeah, staying open, keep talking with people, staying interested in what others are doing, and um, and I feel like just it's just gonna happen. It's more like uh, it's like <laughs> 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 I feel like yeah, the, the right the people you need are gonna be on the way at some point. You're just gonna have to see them. This thing, and most people they will say like, oh yeah, I'm not lucky. I don't have the uh, the right people around me. I don't have the they are, but you're not. You're not seeing them, or you're not taking the right choices to meet more. And um, it's more being more aware of this. Just go into the, yeah, in the places that you can find these guys. Like I said, like I didn't plan to live in Bali. I was just coming for um, a training, a workshop for ten days with, uh, yeah, just training, teaching, and. Um, I just discovered Bali and I would say like most people they could have just come to the training, come back home, say, okay, there is no opportunities for me, uh, it's, I'm not lucky. Was, but if you open your eyes, when I came to Bali, I just said, wow, it's like a completely different way of life. Everything is way more simple. There is way more opportunities. People are already doing things that I want to do. Uh, there is others, I don't even understand what they're doing because they're so far like, yeah. uh, like uh, I knew at that point at the first day, okay, I need to stay here for a while. I need to stay here because that's where I'm gonna grow. So that's why I just came back home, sold everything, came to Bali, and without anything, just starting my my app at that point. And it was just right beginning. We were making like uh, I don't know 500 euros a month uh, for two <laughs> for the two of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like okay, now we have to make this work if we want to to live here, if we want to do our things. So. Yeah, you just force the thing and uh, just look around, because most of the time we think we're not lucky, but we have everything around you, we just need to to make a good use of it.
0: Yeah, it's like that that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear kind of thing, you know what I mean? If you're in the action and you're doing these things, you are fully committed, then you start to... I remember when I bought a motorbike when I was like 19, I started seeing motorbikes everywhere. And I was like, oh my, exactly. God, there's so many people riding motorbikes now, I like, no, I'm just noticing a ball because I'm now in this kind of game. Exactly. I've acted in this kind of way. I think it's the same thing with, you know, people in your network who are doing a similar thing. If I'm kind of sitting at the corner, I'm just thinking, when I meet someone like yourself, you're not gonna see that hunger in me. And so therefore maybe we don't connect as well. Whereas yeah, when you recognize exactly. a like-minded spirit, you're like, this guy's working, this guy's going after it. Exactly. And kind of like, hey, I want to spend more time with you. And that's how you start to build that community. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You have to bring
1: this energy. And th- that's the most important for me. And that's how you meet people. Because if you have this vision of who you want to be, you're going to see this in other people. Mm. You know, if you have a guy, okay, that's the kind of guy I want because of this, because of this. That's, that's who I want to be, so then you, you're you going to be really uh, attracted to this kind of person and yeah. you're going to see them. You're going to see all of them and you're going to analyze them really, really fast. Yeah. And that's where you can make connections way, way quicker and have a deeper relationship with uh, all, all these people because you know what they're going through. You know that's that's also something you want, so you connect really quick and you're not just, just here in holidays and complaining. Oh, <laughs> This is, just, this is just about the energy ring
0: Yeah man I'd love to, to kind of finish speaking about mentors as well Because I think that both Yes people in the network The people you go with But also the people you find Who are further down the path Who can show you the way yeah. I know we both work with Keegan You've been working with Keegan for a long time Keegan yes. Smith I'd love to ask you like, yeah, Who have been some of your most influential mentors And what are some of the biggest lessons That you learned from those experiences Meeting them, working with them, finding them
1: Yeah yeah, I would say, for example, Keegan Smith is uh, a guy I, I remember like following from really early, I mean, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something wow. like this. It was just the only guy I was seeing on Instagram who was doing a bit of everything, a bit of handstand, a bit of Olympic weightlifting, a bit of skills, bit of juggling. I was oh, yeah, I really like this. And I started following his path also along the way. And uh, and just many other guys. Sometimes, it's, for me, it's not a... The guy doesn't have to have everything it's not like but needs to be the whole thing it just has a few aspects that you that you really like um so for example sometimes you meet people i don't know i'm gonna meet uh, a 50 years old mom that's gonna inspire me so much but about other aspects of how she built her life and what happened to her and what how she dealt with the the experiences she had and sometimes it's just random people that really inspire you or and for me, it's all about these small experiences when you add up together, and then you can build your your dream vision of who you really want to be. I want to be, uh, you know, like control my emotions like this guy, but I want to be business minded like this one, and I want to train like this one, and I want, and then you can bring all of this. So it's like many mentors that I wouldn't even remember, <laughs> you know, nice. but they um, but they taught me uh, a lot of things. <laughs>
0: That's a great perspective, man. I think. I certainly have looked in the past for the oh, the one guy that embodies everything. Who is that one person? But just to, you're more mobile you're able to take many different things from many different people. And then you also make it your own. And then you also become more of that person that has that this unique combination of perspectives from all of these different people. You take tiny little bits and things from different ways and training yeah. in everything, man. I think that's super powerful.
1: Yeah, that's how I think you learn really fast. That's how I was. I remember now in um, in high school and stuff yes. like this. I was always just observing everything and see yeah. What the thing I want? What the thing I don't like? It's really important also to see the things that you don't respect, you don't agree with. That's something that's a line I'm never gonna cross. Yeah, I see what is happening with these guys. So you can put some boundaries. And uh, something I like to say also is, it's the most important is uh, maybe to know what you don't want, because sometimes. What we want is a bit blurry. You we don't know, like we want a bit of this, bit of this, but it's not really clear. But sometimes what we don't want, that's really clear. I you know it's like, I don't want to be like this guy. He, um, I don't like his energy, I don't like his mindset because of this, what he's doing with his money, um, all of these things. And you can see what you clearly don't want. And then when you know what you don't want, then the path is clearer because you it starts it starts to show. <laughs> it starts yeah. to you start to see. where where you're not gonna go. So then you actually just avoid the wrong places. So you have way better chance to end up in the right places.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I 100% agree, man. I think, you know, I think it's possible to go too far in the the what you don't want. I think it's possible to let that negative vision start to control you a little bit. To be like, I I never wanna be, I'm just gonna start to run away from things a little bit. I think that can become pathological. But at the same time, I think that yeah for sure lacking that clarity vision of where you do want to go you have to start to identify what you, you want
1: yeah it's not about like it's, it's a fine line yes, it's a balance sure. it's always about balance yes. between not seeing only the negative things everywhere it's like oh this guy is doing this bad, this but bad. but you just need to be realistic like just see what's the good things what's the bad things what do you want what you don't okay now you learn and now we move to to what you where you want to be but you need to be able to see both yeah not being too optimistic and like just see the good things in people not too negative just just realistic just see how things are
0: so in terms of what you don't want and what you do want you know you've you've spoken about attracting like-minded people to Bali time chamber people that want to work on similar things people that you want in your life what kind of person are you trying to attract into your life to come to Bali time chamber and to work what's the kind of the ideal person who you want to connect with, who you feel like will both get the best experience out of this place, and also the person that you want to spend that time with yeah. as well. Yeah, because I think that's, that's
1: something really important. That's the, the most important thing, is the, the people who are coming here. Because that's the, my big rea- realisation also. It's, um, I would say in three steps, at the beginning you think uh, it's about the goal. Like we said, you said I want to do this, so when I am going to achieve this, it's going to be uh, perfect. Uh, and my life is going to be great <laughs> and I'm going to be happy forever. And then you can reach it and you feel, okay, like there's something missing. Yeah. So then you think, okay, like it's not really about the goal. It's about the journey, the journey that brings you to the goal. But then you can have an amazing journey to something. If you're doing it alone, it doesn't make any sense to. So for me, it's not even just about the journey. It's about who you spend this journey with. And for me, that's the most powerful thing is uh, the, the guys, the the your family, your girlfriend, all these people, they are gonna make the whole thing meaningful. That's these people. So you need to choose them really well. And that's why at the Bytime Time Chamber firm, I want to make it really selective. And I want to make sure all the guys coming here, they are bringing this same energy. They want to collaborate and that's where I feel like the big value is more than uh, money, more than uh, everything, because this is going to bring purpose at the end. And with purpose, everything is going to follow for me. Uh, the training, the money, the business, everything is going to follow because of this. And I think this is my main uh, mission. It's just uh, being really good of bringing the right people together. And um, so that's why for me, everyone coming here, for example, has to train. You know, it's, it's like we will not be able to connect if you just never train. For me, if you come in here and you want to collaborate, you want to do businesses, but you not even be able to do one pull-up because you never trained whole life. There's so many aspects we will not gonna connect because for me this is the this is the pillar. It's like yeah. the pillar of uh, yeah. growing up. We need to go through this. For me, every man needs to go through a minimum of training, just like to discover his body, his limits, his philosophy. He needs to go through this. So, for example, this is one thing. And it's gonna be many others, um, ambition, same respect, like the whole energy you're gonna bring in. And uh, I need to find ways to be really selective. So that's why, for example, now we always ask for videos, um, guys explaining, answering a few things to make sure they are a good fit to come here. We are adding a physical test <laughs> no, sure. to come here, cool. and I'm just seeing way more and more tests to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like the more I can really be selective, the more powerful is going to be this place. Yeah. And for me, that's that's all about this. I um, I just want to build strong communities that are just going to help for the the rest of my life mm. the, after this.
0: Arigas. <laughs> What I think about soft skills, I think that's an incredibly important one. Man, like the ability to attract the right people around you and the people that you want in your life and to know who they are and to select for those people, I think it's incredibly powerful. And this is something we were speaking about before I before we hit record. That's the biggest thing I've noticed from coming here so far. It's made me reflect like, man, I'm doing what I'm doing back home. But there's so many other people here who are doing exactly the same thing, who are further along in their journey in so many other ways, who I have something to offer them in other aspects of my life and in what I do for a living. And I've had like seven, eight conversations and then now this one, you know, like just like changing my perspective on this. Oh my God, I've never thought about doing that in my business. Wow, I was talking to a guy this morning about what I do and he's like, holy shit, man, can we talk about this more after this podcast? Like (laughs) it's just this constant zone of interaction whereas like, Yes, I've maybe just be watching a YouTube video to uh, while I'm eating my lunch to try and get some more knowledge, but speaking to the people and going to the people I'm going with, is, that's yeah. exactly what you're saying, man. I've had that realization from coming here and it's been super fucking powerful. But that, that's where for me life gets easy. That's, yeah. Because if you have
1: these guys around you all the time and they're like just easy to access, easy to talk with, just every problem you, you have, you're gonna solve, <laughs> solve them uh, instantly. And just because we all have different skills, we not uh, every every guy is not the best in the world in every aspect. We are not legends. We just have some specific skills in many uh, different things, and we have unique experiences. And for example, I saw you like teaching handstand to a guy. No, he never did handstand. He's learning with you. It's like a really good teacher. You can learn handstand. That's, that's perfect. Okay, I can learn more. At the same time, like you know, this guy have like million dollars business. Yeah, they can teach you also so much stuff about how to make your, your business a bit better and we just exchanging and uh, for me that's the environment you want when you you want to grow and that's why it's time chamber also for me this is the thing is like you everything goes way faster and the thing of you go inside spend uh, one year inside you come back it's only one day it's kind of happening like in a, in a way you know it's like you come here and you can solve some problems that maybe you would have taken a year to solve and you just solve them in a day (laughs) because the guy gave you the solution and you can solve many things like this and just be inspired change your vision so uh, yeah that's all for me the time chamber is a good name uh, (laughs) for the place
0: yeah man i like i'm genuinely not a cheap plug like that has been my experience so far in this i got here last night you know last yesterday afternoon that that has been my experience so far I'd love just to tie this up as well. You know what I mean? Like some people listening to this might be like, oh, okay, well, Nico can do this because he's got this beautiful village in there in the mountains and stuff like that. You know, like, what about me? If someone's listening to this and they want to start to attract more of these people and like, don't start to build this like-minded tribe around them. Do you have any advice for somebody like that thinking about doing this and for what they can do?
1: Yeah. I I would say the first, is it possible? Like a year before I had nothing, (laughs) so it it can can build up, but you can also still be in this kind of time chamber in your head first. (laughs) I would say like, I I feel like I've always been in this time chamber for a long time, but just- Because how old are you now? 27.
0: 27, yeah.
1: So uh, kind of in my head, but um, then you try to manifest it and um, you can still find a few guys around you that are in the same mindset. And if you just have one or two friends like this, I think that's really, really powerful. Just have yeah, one or two guys who you know you can trust and uh, they they share the same values on your training. They, they still they have a lot of ambition. They want to create things. That's so much value. Like if you can have this around you, if you and if you alone, if you cannot find these guys, there are always ways. It's like going to this kind of Bali, just like spending a week to week, staying open here, going to the gyms, going around, talking to people. I'm sure you're gonna find them. Yeah. And that's why I built this place. It's for me. So you know, if you want to go to a place, you want to meet this guy, you can come here. They're gonna be here, like hundred percent gonna be here. And that's, that's that's the goal. That's the goal. So this.
0: I think that's. That's super sound and actionable advice, man. And even even if you don't have that kind of person as well, like there's nothing stopping you from going first yeah. and you from leading as well. Exactly. And even if you're not the, you don't have all these other people around you, there's nothing stopping you from like okay, I'm just gonna fucking do this myself. But like actually, I met another one guy I've been traveling with before here. Um, I bumped into a random hostel. I was staying in a dorm in a hostel, almost like a bit of a party place. And this guy, like, we, he sat down, he saw me on my laptop because I'm still working on this trip. And he's also, he came and <coughs> sat down and like, hey man, do you mind if I join you? Turns out, man, he's like won some, you know, fucking UK Entrepreneur of the Year Award. And like, he's got some fucking crazy successful business. And all of a sudden I'm sitting on my laptop working with this guy, we're talking, and then we end up traveling together for the next 10 days.
1: Because, that's the thing, for me, yeah. I, would, I would like re-say it. Like, um, I would say the first thing you can do if you don't have the people around you is, first is work on yourself, that's yeah. the thing. Because like you said, you're going to attract these people after. Yeah. So maybe you, you think there is not great people around you because you're not great yet also. Yeah. You're not really doing the job yet. So maybe when you're going to do your pull-ups, you're going to do your push-ups, you're going to do more things. Then you're going to start to see them appear like magically. Oh mm-hmm. Like the motorbikes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Then they start to appear and they start to also recognize you. That's the thing. You know, when you see someone who is training, dedicated just the way he walks, the way he talks, the way he looks, you can recognize these people after and uh, it can, it can just open you some, so much doors when, uh, when you fit, you bringing this energy, you not scared, you, you know, it's all the things that you worked on that going to pay and you're not even
0: going to recognize that yeah. it paid. <laughs> man this has been a fucking unreal conversation dude like <laughs> i've really really enjoyed hearing more about your story and and everything man you've done accomplished so fucking much in such a small amount of time and i think you have been carrying that time chamber with you <laughs> you know, had the long before yeah. this place has been built man and if someone wants to check out more about your projects what you're doing what you got going on what's the best place for them to go to yeah the, just the website uh, bodytimechamber.com
1: right. uh, it's like everything is explained yeah uh, the, the pricing the details the how to apply and it's gonna be more uh, <laughs> selection. It's not practicing the pull-ups, huh? So yeah, yeah. it is. It's gonna be some pull-ups. Yeah. Right <laughs> but yeah, just just uh, just on this. Stuff. On Instagram, but I'm not too active on social media. We have a Instagram of Body Time Chamber to see the insides, see the the guys walking here.
0: That's it. Man, this has been awesome, dude. Really appreciate it, dude. Thanks for your time.